0: bear with me. When we first, when Brian and I first got married, we lived, um, we knew that we were going to be moving out to, we were coming from Greensboro. We knew that we were going to be moving out to Poketon. So when we first got married for the first three, four months, we lived in his parents' basement. It was like, you know, fully furnished basements. So we lived in his parents' basement. Then we moved out to the middle of nowhere and by nowhere I mean nowhere and we were having his uncle was a house mover so pastor had found this house it was the um, fire department was actually going to use it for a practice house they had already cut a hole in the ceiling they were going to use it and uh, because they needed to clear out the houses there they were going to expand the road so he got this house for next to nothing we were going to have his Uncle move it in and, you know, get it up to snuff and everything for, like, pennies on the dollar, you know. Before that could be done, we didn't have a place to live, so we lived in a warehouse because his daddy owned a chemical business, and so we lived in a warehouse for about a month. Then that got really inconvenient because that was in Ansonville, and his parents were in Polkton, and they're like, they lived in a single wide trailer with his sister, we were going there every day for showers. And so they're like, just spend the night here. So his sister slept on the couch and we slept in the sister's bedroom. So we slept or we stayed at uh, their house for September, October, November, December. So four months. Right before Christmas, we finally got what y'all have heard affectionately known as the ugly house up and almost running. It was functional. We still had to go up there for showers because there was no hot water for a few months, but it was there, and it was the ugly house. Like, you walked in the door, and this was the front living room, and as newlyweds, y'all have heard me say before, if it was a 2 Raymond noodle kind of night, it was a good night. So we just kept the living room because it had a door that went to the rest of the house. We just kept the living room shut off, and that's where we would have weeds grow up, like, into the house exactly what you want for your new bride that's what men dream of yes yes yeah so we had i don't know what like 900 square feet to actually live in to actually live the whole house was like 1100 square feet i think we were actually living in like 900 square feet of it so either way and we lived there until rachel was six months old so we moved to albemarle and May 17th, 2005, we signed the papers. And the first thing we did was we called Papa John's because i would never had delivery. I was like, I am moving up in the world. First thing, no furniture, but we had Papa John's. But here's the point of where I'm going. So for months, I'm talking months, almost a year, I'd walk around this beautiful house like we have Know, is it 2,500, 2,700 square foot house? Whole lot bigger. It's amazing how you can take 900 square feet of house and suddenly a like 2,700 square feet of house is overflowing with junk. I don't know how it multiplied like that, but it's there. Anyway, so we moved from a 900 square foot ugly house with weeds growing in it to a 2,700 modular two story home, and I mean it was like as far as I was concerned. I was like in a mansion sent straight from heaven and I walked around this house and for nearly a year I'd look at the house and I'd look at the floors and I'd look in the closets and it's like I don't know when the owners are coming back but I am so excited I get to stay here till they get back. Like I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that this is mine. This is mine. I get to do whatever I want. I can't decorate a lick, but I could put my unmatching stuff on the walls. I can put my five purple blankets on the couches. I can do whatever I want. This is mine. And it's like one day it clicked. I got a house. This is mine. I can do whatever I want. This is mine. Nobody's coming back for it. We can actually pay the bills like we're not getting kicked out We're not being asked to, you know, take just one room. It's not a thank you so much for house sitting. This was mine. And I remembered for a while after getting saved, I would go through life and I'm like, man, this is nice. I don't know what it is that's making me smile, but this is so good. God, I don't know why I've got peace. I'm not sure when the shoe's gonna drop, but man, I'm loving this for right now. Thank you, Lord, that even if it's just for a few weeks, even if it's just for a few months, I get to feel your love. I get to feel this peace. And one day, it clicked Diddy's mine. Jesus died for me. All of this peace, all of this love, it's mine. I get to keep it. I don't have to give it back. And it's like when I share it, there's more. I walk around and I tell people about it. And it's like it just, it goes on them and then it bounces off to me. This is mine. He's mine. And I'm his. And it just gets better. And it just gets deeper and it's like the longer we go the more nooks and crannies I find where he's there and I realize this is not ties and offerings at this moment so just bear with me like I said but this is offering you know when we go out impact right now part of their assignment is soul winning And one of the ways that you'll hear some of them enter into soul winning is, you know, has has anybody ever told you that Jesus loves you? On a scale of one to five, one being you know the name of Jesus, five being you're walking on water, where are you? You know, and I was thinking about that as I sat there, even in those days, where it was like, Lord, I don't know when this is going to end, but God, this is so great. I realized I was just barely a one. And how good that one was. And it's like every time I grew a level, I realized like the five isn't even it. There's more. There's so much more. And for all eternity, even when we're in heaven, we're going to be finding out the greatness of God is so incomprehensible. He is so good. And it was just on my heart this morning. Y'all, it's yours close your eyes for a minute this life with god it's yours the calendar's not going to turn and the deadline be due sun isn't going to set and suddenly it's over this is yours Settle in. Wiggle into your seat. Wiggle in to the arms of the Father. Can you feel him? Put your head on his chest. Can you hear the love? Can you feel his arms around you? His peace that says it doesn't matter, I'm here. It doesn't matter, you're mine. It doesn't matter. I love you. I love you. I'm not going to change. I'm not going anywhere. I'm yours. He's yours. Settle into that love. It's not going to end. It's only going to grow. I know that some of you don't yet know that. You're probably at the one where you just, you know the name of Jesus. You've heard he loves you. But you're still waiting for the people to come in and take it away. You're still waiting for the sun to set and this good day. It was nice while it lasted, but it's not mine. I want to pray for you. I want you to look at your life right now, keep your eyes closed and truly evaluate where you are. Even in all my joy on that day, I was just a one, because there was so much love I had yet to experience. Is there more for you? If you're not walking on water, you're not at the five. So I'm guessing we're probably praying for each and every person here, each and every person on live stream. But if you truly want to take your life to that next level, you truly want to take your walk to that next level where you realize he's not going away. This love and this peace is here to stay. Raise your hand because I want to pray for you to take your walk to that next level. Amen. I see those. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for their hunger. Thank you, Father, that they want you. And thank you, Lord, that they have you. Father, I pray for each and every person here today, each and every person watching on live stream, each and every person that's going to go to the archives and watch this. Lord, I thank you that they are yours. Father, I thank you. That as Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, hung on the cross, it was their face that He saw. It was them He was embracing. It was their sin He was washing away. It was their sickness He was taking away. It was their wholeness He was sealing. Father, I thank you for your love for them. Lord, I pray that today and each day hereafter, they feel that love so tangibly. Lord, I pray that people walk past and wonder what's wrong with them because they can't stop smiling. That when it looks like this earthly world is going to hell in a handbasket, they're full of joy and they're full of peace. Lord, I thank you. For that peace that passes understanding lord i pray blessings upon each and every person here in this i pray healing upon them anything that is not wholeness within their bodies their minds their spirit their emotions We command it to go now in Jesus' name. The will of God is done in these bodies now in Jesus' name. As it is in heaven, it is so. Lord, lack, we command it to leave. You are the God of provision We call bills paid, debts erased, the overflow taken over them. Lord, I thank you that the men and women of Boomerang Church are walking in abundance because your will is in their lives. Lord, I thank you. When somebody needs a loan, they're finding a man and woman of Boomerang Church and they're being blessed. Lord, I thank you when there's a need, nonprofits They aren't needed around here because your kingdom operates in fullness in Stanley County. Lord, I thank you that we are the ecclesia. Lord, I thank you that we are operating as a body of Christ as you created us to operate. The people of Stanley County don't hunger for more. They hunger for you. They don't hunger for the fake, the supernatural, the scratch-offs, the palm readers, the crap. Lord, they know reality because they see the men and women of the body of Christ walking in full manifestation of who they are called to walk in. Lord, it may start here at Boomerang, but it's going to catch like wildfire. The churches that you have called to be in this county will walk in who they have been created to be. This isn't about Boomerang Church. This is about the kingdom of God. Lord, no longer do we put our eyes on you, how we feel, what we see. It's all about you and your kingdom. Lord, I thank you that yes, as a church, this is who we are, but Lord, I thank you that individually, I am a house of love and prayer, living in abundance, winning souls, and making disciples for Jesus. It is who we are individually, because Lord, if it's not who we are individually, we'll never be that corporately. Lord, I thank you that we may have walked in as a zero or a one, but Lord, I thank you that we are walking out at higher levels and growing each day in the knowledge of who you are and who we are in you. Y'all say this with me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe you died for me. My sins and my sicknesses are no more. And when you arose, I arose with you. You are the director. You call the shots, and I obey with joy and without hesitation. Holy Spirit, Fill me with your fire to be who God called me to be. I won't go back. I will forever go forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. You see, we can go through and check the boxes of tithes and offerings. We can go through and check the box of a great message. We can go through and check the box of a hi, good to see you, have a good week, see you next week. But it'll just fall off like water on a duck's back if we don't ever give him the offering of our heart. If we don't ever give him the offering of our love, the offering of our trust. See, you're not where you need to be today. Your position doesn't matter. It's your direction. I don't care where you're seated right now. Maybe you blessed out your husband this morning. Maybe you yelled at the kids. Maybe you refused to fix breakfast for them because they were running late and you're tired of them always making you late. I don't care. What God wants to know is, that's behind you. Did you just pray to go forward? That's all that matters. You and who you used to be doesn't matter. Stop looking in the mirror and trying to see your reflection. Look in the, wind, look in the mirror and see Jesus. It's when you see him within you, even just a glimpse, you will do great and mighty things the junk of the day is going to come he promised you will have persecutions because jesus had the persecutions he's the son of god of course we're going to have them but that's when you look and you go <laughs> y'all don't know who you messing with i'm a child of the one true king and attack me how you will but no weapon, will form, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I have everything I need. God, fill me with your mercy. Fill me with your grace. Fill me with your wisdom. And when you just refuse to stop looking at him, you'll stop seeing everything but him. You know, when we were dating, all I could think about was Pastor. Like I'd get up in the morning and I'd pick my clothes out for pastor. He likes blue. I suddenly had a lot more blue in my closet. He was a Marine. Suddenly I have an interest in the military. I'm like figuring out what is this don't tread on me? What are these dogs? Why are they who Ryan? How much longer is school? Will these teachers ever shut up? Don't they know I know this? I've got somewhere to be. I'd go to work. I'd smile and I'd nod as I was customer service and I'd look at the watch. And my coworker got so irritated with me, she's like, Nicole, shut up. A watch pot never boils. Girl, you better get your eyes off that door. Because I was a phone girl at Pizza Hut. I pick up the phone. Thank you for calling Pizza Hut. How can I help you? Uh-huh, 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 Okay. And I'm like looking out the door because right next door was a movie place. And pastor liked to rent the same movie again and again. And then he'd come and he'd play the video game and I'd hold his quarters because I was so sweet like that. And then as soon as the clock clicked nine, zero, zero, I'm out the door. It's like the door wasn't meant to swing, but it went swinging when I left. My day was consumed with Brian Stephen Wright. The sun rose and set on him. And that's all I could think. Stuff didn't bother me because I had the best dude in the world. All these other girls and what they had to say, all I heard was the peanuts teacher. I didn't care because I had my man. That's all that mattered what if our man is jesus what if the moment consciousness is regained from waking up we say ah good morning holy spirit it doesn't matter if it's sunshine rain cold sleet or snow if the ups can do it jesus can beat it so if our eyes are open they're on him We get up and we get dressed. What do you want me to wear today, Lord? He'll tell you. It sounds crazy, but he will tell you. I want you to wear that purple sweater today. Well, Lord, it's still 89 degrees here in North Carolina. He's going to be like, yeah, I know. Just do it. And you're going to thank the good Lord that you did when you're sitting in a church that's an icebox. It's the little things. He cares. When you sit down to do homework, Lisa is a student of impact, and she was nervous about writing her paper. She wrote a rough draft, and she said, Nicole, it was the weirdest thing. My rough draft was nothing like my final paper. It's like I went in there, and it was supposed to be, what, 200 words, 500 words, and it ended up being nine, 900 words because she just sat down, and she's like, Lord, if I'm going to do this, it's going to have to be you. But she looked to him. And he just flew right through her fingers. And the greatest paragraph she wrote, the largest paragraph she wrote, was on gratitude. Go figure. And we go to the store, and Jesus is all we see. So when we go up to the person that looks like a big, strong man that, I'm a girl, I'm mm mm-mm. And Jesus says, I want you to go talk to him and tell him that Jesus loves him. You can do it. And what you don't realize is he just had all hell seemingly to break loose in his life. But the boldness of your faith, because Jesus was all he saw when you looked at him. You were able to be that love and action. He's able to go home to his wife and be the man that he was created to be, be the father that he was created to be. A family was able to mend from wounds. Life was able to be restored because all you can see is Jesus. And you don't know why you wore the purple sweater. You don't know why you had to go in Walmart when what you really wanted to do was go in Aldi's. You don't know why you had to go talk to this man in a nice looking suit. He looks like he's got his life together. But then you go to bed at night, and all you can think about is, Jesus, today was great. I love doing life with you. I realize people at work were saying that it was a bad day, but I don't know what was wrong with them, because I thought today was really great. Thank you, Lord, that I'm going to sleep so good, so soundly, that you're going to give to me. Even in my rest. And Lord, we get to wake up and do this again tomorrow. I am so excited to wake up. No longer are you holding on to every second you can get of sleep, five more minutes on the snooze button. It's like you wake up and it's like, oh, it's another day. Because y'all, when we were dating, there was no snooze. It's like, let's get it done, get it done. I got somewhere to be. And when we're living for Jesus, it's the same way. Let's get it done. There's a plan and purpose within me. There's a Holy Spirit within me, guiding me, leading me, using me. And there's a world that needs him. What an honor that he chose me to be his vehicle. What an honor. Do y'all get that? He chose you. Like, look down, your hand. This is you. This is the vehicle he chose. This face. He chose his face. Even without makeup. He chose you. That's all he's ever asked for is you. But when he truly has you, you won't hold anything back. Be it the tithes and offerings, Be it the humility to get on your face at the altar. Be it the discomfort of holding your hands up and praising when people are all around and singing this weird song that the worship singer tells you to sing for 30 seconds that aren't even words. It's some like moaning or something. And, Lord, I don't know what this person's got going on in their head. Obviously, they need some help, but the pastor's doing it too, so it must be you. And you're willing just to do it. And you're like, oh. (laughs) You won't care. Because you've done giving him all of you. What's left? You see, this is important. Because this is the body of Christ being who the body of Christ is called to be. But this will never matter until you give him this. This will never happen until you humble yourself and get out of this. You're not strong enough to hold yourself back when you choose to just give your heart to God. He will take the smallest seed of your offering and expand it somewhere here in my notes. And offering is, you know, reference him the um, John 6, where he has the God, Jesus feeds the 5,000. You've got a kid who came with a Happy Meal, and he fed 5,000, then sent that kid home to mama with 12 baskets. Like, praise the Lord, I am ready for my kids to come home with 12 carloads of stuff, and I don't have to go to the grocery store. I loathe, loathe shopping. It doesn't matter what kinds. I loathe shopping. So the day that my kids say, Mama, I gave all my food away, but there's like a caravan coming down the driveway. Oh, there's going to be some dancing. I ain't going to have to see Food Line or Ingalls or Aldi's or Walmart or any of them anymore for a long time. If he can do that, With a happy meal of fish and loaves, what can he do with your heart? We don't get to complain about politics. We don't get to complain about the local school system. We don't get to complain about the Stanley County's drug rate being out the wazoo if we're not on our face giving our hearts to God, seeking his will in our lives and opening our mouth for him instead of crap that we see on facebook y'all some people some little girls held up a trump flag at a school whatever football game and you'd have thought that the apocalypse was coming on facebook whether you are for it or against it emotions are very high what if every last one of those people were praying what if every last one of those people were proclaiming jesus instead of well trump's god trump's the devil those kids how dare they those kids oh wonderful i can't believe their parents did that what in the sam hill is wrong with the school board how about we say jesus You are Lord of our kids. You are Lord of our schools. You are Lord of this nation because you are Lord of me and I won't let anywhere my feet tread go without you being deposited. What happens when we do that? The world starts to look a lot different. So we're going to move into tithes and offerings eventually. But right now, We're going to offer up ourselves. The prayer you just prayed, that's you offering up your heart. That's you saying, Lord, I know my past. Meanwhile, he's going, what past? But Lord, I know what I did this morning. He's like, I don't remember. Because see, you just prayed. And like, you know, he took the little whiteboard of your life and he's like, That's a blank slate. All I see is the blood of Jesus. All I see is him rising and he's got you in his arms. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. Because when you realize that's the only identity you have, that's the identity that you'll walk in. And you'll start to see other people for that same identity. And you'll start to help lift them up to be who they're called to be. To believe that they are free. To believe that they have life in abundance. And we'll start to see his will on earth as it is in heaven when we allow his will in us as it is in heaven. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your love. Lord, I thank you that we start this very second with a clean slate in the arms of our Father, forgiven and new and whole in every way. Lord, I praise God for the person sitting to the left and to the right of us, before us and behind us, God, we praise God for them. We praise you that you have a plan and a purpose for them, and you have a plan and a purpose for me. And, Lord, we walk together as the body of Christ we will take our lives, we will take our homes, we will take our neighborhoods, we will take our county, we will take our state, we will take our nation for you because we are tired of not being who we have been called to be. Lord, we repent for not being who we were called to be and we rise up as the whole bold body of Christ. And we will command your will to be done in us and through us as it is in heaven. And we thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the honor of being used by you. Thank you, Lord, for your love, for your empowerment for your grace and for your mercy. Lord, we can have that overcoming life that pastor has been preaching about because we are found in you and you are constantly overcoming and leading us to triumph. There is nothing that can stop you. What kind of a God would you be if you could be stopped? There's nothing that can stop you. And Lord, we finally get it. We are a part of your body. You are the head and we are the body. So if you're going over, by default, we are going over. God, thank you for that revelation. Thank you for our identity in you. And thank you for this new moment to start afresh as your child, chosen and loved, redeemed, restored with everything at our fingertips as we look to you. In Jesus' name, amen.